This is the Agent Mind Podcast. Welcome to episode number seven of the Agent Mind Podcast. I'm your host, TJ McGraw, and I'm an active investor and real estate agent, and I'm on a quest to define the perfect mindset in order to build wealth and live within your passions. The purpose of this show is to document and share all the great conversations I'm having with a bunch of really smart people. And that includes all sorts of successful people from across many professions, but each conversation is had through the lens of a real estate professional. So thanks for joining me on this journey. Now, if you enjoy what we're doing here, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And check out the website, theagentmind.com. That's theagentmind.com. You'll find their blog, videos. You can schedule a call with me, sign up for a newsletter, and get notifications about the show and events. And also head on over to Facebook and find us there at, at The Agent Mind uh, on Facebook as well. Um, before we dig into the show, how would you like a f to... But before we dig in here today, how would you like to free up more of your time, hand off those mundane admin tasks that slow you down so you can focus on the things that really drive revenue and put more dollars in your pocket? Well, Reva Global Virtual Assistants can do that for you. All of their skilled assistants specialize in helping real estate professionals with hundreds of tasks. Stop trying to do it all yourself. Have a virtual assistant do it for you. Check out Reva Global Virtual Assistants by heading over to theagentmind.com, click the link, learn more about virtual assistants. My guests today and I are what you could call kindred spirits, as we both were once in the restaurant business, and we called hospitality our career. Um, but we both just knew that greener pastures were out there in the real estate space. And, and really, that's not what this conversation today is about at all. That's really just the beginning. Um, but we've all really heard of that agent that's successfully using YouTube to increase business. But a lot of us just aren't really sure like how to get started or whether it's fear holding us back or we don't look good on camera or we don't know what to say, all those limiting beliefs that, that kind of creep in. Um, but after trying traditional tactics of marketing for years, my guest went all in on YouTube and is now one of the most consistent agents on that medium today. The best part about this conversation is hearing about the learning process from the first years in the business and doing all that stuff that, that you're told to do when you first get in there from, you know, people that have been in the business for a while, go door knocking, cold calling, all that stuff. From those years, learning through that process and then really going all in with YouTube. And now he's got a quality podcast and a Facebook group where he's really passing it on to other agents um, and just has this dialogue of creating content out there to help you in your real estate business. So I hope you all enjoy it today. Uh, it's a really good, lots of information in this one. Please welcome Dan Parker from San Diego. Hey everybody, my guest today is crushing it out in San Diego as a real estate agent and content creator. Uh, he's the co-founder of the Tactical Agent Networking Group and co-creator of Content Agent Podcast. He's a true example of consistency and the power of compound effect. Welcome to the show, Dan Parker. Dan, how are you today? I'm great, TJ. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And uh, hey, I wanted to say real quick, you were the first person to mention my podcast before it's even officially launched yet. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Excellent. Yeah, I hope mine is not launched quite yet either. So we're uh, we're kind of in the same boat here, which is yeah. exciting <laughs> stuff. But it's definitely stuff we're going to talk about. So um, again, thanks for coming on. Um, I know I've, we've known each other for about a year now, I think. And yeah. uh, it's been exciting to kind of watch your growth in the content space and um, just see where you're at now. And, and um, you know, even the, the, the sharing the, um, the, 
the mic suggestions and all that. It's been, it's been super fun. So um, I guess let, let's just start from the beginning. Like, how did you get into real estate? I think you were in the, were you in the hospitality and restaurant business prior? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. You want, you want me to start from, from the beginning? Yeah, just, we'll just brief. Like, cause I was, I have a degree in, in restaurant management also. That's right. So, <laughs> so we can definitely relate on that. We can talk all day about that. I'm sure we have some stories, but kind of start there. Yeah. Just like, kind of, how did you, how did you discover real estate? What made you want to go in and get your license? For sure. So yeah, I, I started with a hospitality background. I started working in restaurants when I was 14 years old and I kind of mm-hmm. stuck with them. I kind of was going down the path of wanting to open a restaurant. So we got a degree in hospitality and started to do all sorts of different things within the industry from managing restaurants to like selling millions of dollars of produce a year with a produce company in sales. <laughs> and um, I really just lost my passion for the industry is what ended up happening. So um, while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, I, uh, I, my wife and I purchased a house and we went through the process and it was, to be honest, it was probably one of the most stressful. It, it, it was the most stressful time of my life. I mean, the highs were high, the lows were low. And, um, when and a lot of it was just because of the fact that we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We weren't educated yeah. on the process and, um, and we barely qualified and we, we were able to sneak in and we found like the perfect home for us. And, nice. uh, I just remembered like how excited we were when we finally got the keys to our home and I wanted to help people through the process. I, I knew right away. Yeah. That's it's not talking to you now. I've known this a little bit about you, but talking to you now and just hearing you say that, like our lives are like parallel to each other. Yeah. It's kind of the same yeah. thing that, that happened with me. Um, you know, buying my, buying our first house, I stuck around in the industry probably about eight years after we purchased our first house. Um, yeah. But then it just, it just, it kept calling in the back, you know, go, but yeah, giving the keys to people or, you know, solving a, a seller's um, problem if they have to move or they're trying to move, or they're trying to upgrade their house or just that, that instant gratification for me, it's kind of selfish, you know, in the long run. But yeah, um, it's I love it. It's 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 awesome. So I'm I'm, I'm happy that you that you said that, and it's cool to discover Thanks, our um, our similarities for sure. So now, did you you know? Quick question for you: yeah. Did you uh, were you working part time in restaurants while you got started in real estate? No, or I just how did you I just transition? I quit. I just I just went um, in with it. I was jumped right in. Yeah, I was a general manager of a, a fine dining restaurant here in Atlanta. Okay, and I just it was you know it was before my bosses noticed that I was not performing at a hundred percent. I decided it's, it's better to just pull the bandaid off and just, yep. you know, leap <laughs> and see what well, I had a little bit of savings, but in hindsight, it, it could have been more, but I guess you never have enough money, right. To start something for sure. Like so cool. So how about you? Did you, did you do part-time? Cause there's a lot of agents out there that are, that have this question or a lot of aspiring agents. Yes. So they're like, oh, I can't, I can't quit my job. Cause I need money coming in. That's you know we yep. can talk about scarcity mindset a little bit also, but where where yeah, were you hadn't at? Been there, yeah. And I, I think this is an interesting topic because it is really difficult, especially in competitive markets. People think, oh, California, the median home seven hundred and fifty thousand mm. dollars, you're going to kill it as a real estate agent. But when you're <laughs> when you're building a brand new business from scratch, good luck. Like how yeah. how are you going to get those clients? Even your friends, they might work with you out of pity. But um, at first, you know, you have to you have to prove yourself. You have to show that you're the local expert. You have to do something so that you're just, you know, you're above being a commodity. Mm-hmm. You know, you're starting out, you're, you're below being a commodity because you're still just a new guy. Right. So I worked um, uh, I worked for two years as a real estate agent. I was bartending nights. And a lot of people that do this, they think, 
I'm doing real estate part-time, but I never had that mindset for a second. I, I was always a full-time agent. Yeah. I worked Monday through Friday, nine to five at least. And then the weekends. And then at nighttime I would go bartend and that would pay my mortgage. Yeah. And that was, that was what I did instead of, in my mind, it was either go join a team and learn through them and have a boss, but I didn't want to have a boss. I want to, <laughs> I want to start a business my own way. So I went my own path and, and I worked nights and weekends and, and it was tough, man. It's like, you hear these success stories of people just crushing it their first year. And that's not, yeah. we both know that that is a very, very small percentage of agents that that happens to. So yeah. <laughs> um, you have to be ready to put in the work to get to where you want to be. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I have, I got a Lamborghini my first year with all my sales. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. Hey, we're getting there, man. <laughs> yeah. Someday, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's like one of my, one of the things here at the agent mind and, and, you know, what we're trying to accomplish is really just to convey that, um, that the real estate business is a vehicle where you can actually work within your passion. And there's so many different things mm -hmm. you can do in real estate to, to find success. Um, but I think sometimes when I'm talking to people, they get, they might get, um, I might skip over and glaze over that first part of yeah. it's it, no one's saying that it's not hard work, anything you do, anything, there's no like uh, magic bullet, magic pill that you take. And all of a sudden you're a successful real estate agent really with any industry, you know, you really got to work at it. So, I'm glad you brought that up. It, I'm, I'm sure that bartending was not what you wanted to be doing at that point, right? No, it wasn't, man. <laughs> it wasn't. And I love the people that are like, oh, well, you get to talk to people all day so you can get deals out of that. Yeah. Again, like who's who's going to a bar and tells their bartender, yeah, I want you to be my advisor on a $750,000 million dollar purchase. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> In between beers or martinis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's good. I'm glad we brought that up because it's uh, pointing that out is it's important for, for newer agents, especially to understand that you, it's work. You, you got to get in there. You got to grind it out, but having a plan for the future, you know, and we, and we can talk about that for sure. I'd love to hear like what your plan mm -hmm. was as you were bartending, like what, you know, behind the scenes, like, you know, mad scientist laboratory, like goals kind of stuff. What were you, what were you kind of cooking up and, and creating um, to work towards? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I have uh, high aspirations of, of being a successful agent. I thought at first maybe I'd want to be a broker, but uh, you know, it doesn't make sense with all the models that are out there these days, yeah. you know, and now, and then it turned into, Oh, I wanted to create a team. Uh, obviously you have to build up the business first to get there. So it's throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall and seeing what works. And I can tell you, um, I feel like I did a lot of things really well. I, I also did a lot, a lot of things wrong and, but what I would, what I would always do is I was have, I would have two or three things that I focused on at any one point in time. And I made sure to put in enough time and effort to see if they would work for me or not. And the things that weren't working after one or two years or however long I felt like was the necessary time to figure it out, I would scrap it and I would put more effort into the things that were working or start to start to segment out in, into other things. So like, for example, I have, you know, I figured I want to be the local guy in my neighborhood, right? That's a, that's a first that's a good first place to start. I'm a new homeowner. I want everyone in my neighborhood to know me. So, but I, here's the thing. I was afraid of knocking on doors and, and talking to people. That's just yeah. not how I wanted to do my business. I wanted to attract people. And I had it in my mindset that I, I just, I didn't want to knock on doors. So I would create a new newsletter mm -hmm. once a month for my neighborhood. Um, I got a nice printer and I would print out 500 copies every single month. I would staple a little rubber band on them and I would put it on 
500 doors every single month for two years. Wow. And uh, you know how much business I got out of that? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. (laughs) Because, you know, you got to talk to people. Well, part of it's part of it's you got to talk to people. The other part of it is, you know, maybe I was just on that cliff face, right? I I, I'd gone all the way up to the top and I was just about to start getting business out of it. But I stopped. So it's, it's a balance of both. You, you kind of have to know what, what works and do, doesn't work. Yeah. And that's, that's a question I, I'm sure a lot of listeners have. It's like, how do you know where, if you're, if you're quitting because it doesn't work or if you're quitting it right before, maybe quitting is the wrong, wrong word, um, right before that tipping point, you know? Like, yeah. And it, it, I guess it, that'll always kind of be in the back of your mind. Um, but I'd say two years is a pretty solid effort for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yes. a, that's a commitment right there. And that's why, you know, in the introduction, like consistency, like you're, you're one of the most consistent um, agents that I know of. Uh, and, and, you know, try doing something for two years. That's, that's, that gets you zero deals. Yeah. That's commitment. And that's, I think you, you even though you, it doesn't work, I don't want to say you gave up on it. You, you shifted gears. You decided that's, that was the ROI on that just wasn't worth your time. Exactly. Um, so like understanding that is awesome, but putting in all that, like a lot of agents, they're like, I've done so much, I put so much effort into this one thing. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. So where, like, what was your deciding factor on it? Does it, does it go deeper than it just, this just isn't working or did you, did you have more thought um, about it or? Yeah. So I would say a couple of things. Um, one is I, I realized that, you know what, if I could choose any neighborhood, I'm, I'm our, our houses, our neighborhood is just under the median home price in San Diego. And why would I spend all the time? It's just as much work to do a transaction for a 500 or $600,000 home as it is for a million dollar home. You know, we both know this. Oh yeah. So why not put that time? If I'm going to spend the time and effort and energy doing this, why not do it for a neighborhood I want to be in like my dream neighborhood. (laughs) So part of it was that. And I'm like, you know, I I feel like I'm getting stuck in a neighborhood that I want to eventually grow out of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I love my neighborhood in a lot of ways, but it's, it's hard not to think that way. And then the other aspect of it is, or at least a recommendation I would put out there is if I had the people surrounding me, the coaches surrounding me, the team surrounding me that I have now, like the collaboration, mm-hmm. I would have been able to lean on them to help advise me. Cause I was making all the decisions myself back then when I had zero experience. So I was going off of gut feelings Yeah, and it kind of just had in my mind, two years was a good time to, to try that out. But if I, if I had started that today, I would have asked you, I would ask Dustin, I would ask Neil, I would ask all these guys like, yeah. Hey, why isn't this working? And either I would have come up with a solution on how to fix it or or I would have scrapped it all together. So mm-hmm. I'm thankful I'm in that position now where I'm surrounded by people that can really help me out when I have these types of questions. But back then it was, a lot of it was just, all right, two years was in my head. That's, I, I think I was told that it takes two years to season a farm. I remember hearing that exact <laughs> phrase from my first managing broker. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's definitely um, one of the other things that, that, that I'm huge on is, is mentors. And like, uh, I, yeah you know, I have this thing where I sat, I collect mentors, like people collect baseball cards. <laughs> yeah. So, cause it's just, you know, finding somebody else that has, that's done it. It's walked before in the path before you and, and kind of, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm not young, I've, you know, I'm in my forties. So I, I got to get as much from other people as, as humanly possible to kind of catch up to, to everybody else. You know what I mean? Cause I did, I was, I know I've been like solo. I can do it. I can do it on my own. I'm not going to pay for coaching. I can get, yep. it's, yep. you know, and it, it, that just was the wrong, the wrong mentality. 
it's, it's uh, investing in yourself is uh, huge. It's, it's investing in, in that learning curve because it, it's, it's pretty low entry fee, you know, quote entry fee to get into real estate. Yep. But if you want to be successful, I mean, you have to, you got to pay a little more tuition. That's kind of how I look at it. So absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's totally worth it to kind of, you know, not right away if you can't afford it, but get, connect with people who, who um, have the same kind of values and, and, and understand, you know, they work how you want to work. So, um, and you don't have to pay money for all that, yeah. you know, it's like, you just surround yourself by the right, with the right people right. is one way. And another way is just thinking that like, every time you get a transact, you, you finish a transaction, put some of that money, invest it in your business. Yep. You can't just spend all that money. You have to invest it in your business so that you continue to grow. Otherwise you're going to stay where you're at. Yeah. Or in taxes too. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole separate story, but yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love the uh, strategy. You, you, uh, you file for an extension on your taxes so that you can get mm-hmm. that deal. The, f- the first couple of deals of the year to pay for your taxes for last year. <laughs> there you go. That's a, I like, it. yeah, <laughs> not a great way to do it. <laughs> no, but they say like a, a third, a third set aside for taxes, take a third, put it to your business. And then the yep. third you live on. That's a, that's a good rule. That's a great of approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, man. So, and that's hard in the beginning, yeah, man. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Um, there's a, but you know, it, just think about when, when you're putting that money into your business, like I was used mm-hmm. to be afraid and, and you may have done the same thing, Dan. I didn't want to spend too much money on marketing because I just wasn't sure of what I'd be getting in return. Yeah. So I would spend that, you know, I would, I would do a little bit and probably just before the tipping point, I would be like, ah, I don't have any more money to spend, but it's, um, it, it's pretty crucial, you know, to, to invest in yourself. It's it, your it's your business, you know, putting money back into the business um, for sure. And they say it's like sweat equity in the beginning. And then until you get a few transactions and then you can yeah. start paying for that type of stuff. So, but enough about me, I, w- I want to hear about you, the, you, what you got going on here. Um, you know, speaking of, of uh, mentors and surrounding yourself with, with people who are crushing it, um, this podcast coming out that you have, the content yeah. agent. That's uh, right. It's going to be great. And uh, why don't you, why don't you tell us about that and kind of what, what you got going on with the, with the Facebook group and, and, and all that. Yeah, for sure. So um, the podcast is awesome. Um, I have teamed up with another really great San Diego real estate agent, Bern McGovern. And the story about him is pretty funny too. So I, I kind of knew him before I met him because he was always one step ahead of me in San Diego with content creation. So he was going down the path of being the local expert or the, the, the digital mayor of our, of our area or the area that he's in. He's kind of in the Northern part of San Diego and I'm central, but we still kind of our territories mm-hmm. for sure overlap. And um, so I, I had seen him kind of making these videos at a pretty high quality and then I started making my similar type of videos maybe six months after him. And then he got into YouTube because that wasn't working for him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I got into YouTube about six months after him. And eventually, at some point, we're both in this, in this Facebook group that's for just specifically for YouTube, for real estate, uh, real estate YouTube mastermind. If you want to get into uh, YouTube, definitely check out that, uh, that Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I think I'd, I had put up one of my videos, one of my first ones that was just absolutely garbage. I mean, when you start creating this stuff, like it's, it's not going to be good at first. It just takes a while. Like you said, the consistency is, is really, really important. And, um, at a certain point he had reached out to me 
And he's like, Hey, I, can we have a conversation? I'd love to, I love, I'd love to chat with you. And for whatever reason, I thought in my head, like, all right, this is the one guy in San Diego that's crushing it with YouTube. Like he's the only one that's ranking for all these videos. He's going to tell me to stop doing what I'm doing. He doesn't want competition. <laughs> you know, I thought I was hot shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, I, it couldn't have been any more wrong. He, he, when I finally talked to him, it was basically, Dan, I'm starting to get so busy with these, with these leads that I would love to have someone to partner with. Like you're, you're in the South part, I'm in the North part. And um, so that was kind of the first conversation and it's turned into, it's turned into a great thing because now he's, now we're doing a podcast together. We're, we're teaming up with, we're talking about teaming up for videos for YouTube and for other videos. Um, he just joined our team and, and it's, it's been a really, really cool um, situation, but yeah, the, the podcast is called content agent. It's pretty straightforward. We're not very creative when it comes to names. Um, it's all about just uh, creating content that is going to, uh, uh, that's going to attract really high quality leads for your real estate business because um, man, chasing leads. I've been there. Talk about failures. We can get into that too. Um, I've done Facebook ads and I, that I did for about a year and spent about $10,000 and I got zero deals out of it. I had um, zero deals. Uh, I mean, it's just so many conversations. I got into buyer consultations, um, started you know showing homes, submitted some offers, even got an offer accepted, uh, but it fell through and I could blame it all on bad luck. But I, I know that my skills, skill set and everything had to do with it as well. But just going through the process of trying to get people to communicate with you when they don't care about you at all or know you at all. Yeah. And then going from that to doing something where you're just putting out content that is truly you, it really is your personality mm -hmm. and attracting people to pick up the phone and call you. And there's nothing like getting a lead from YouTube where they've watched an hour, hour and a half of your videos. They know your jokes. They're like literally laughing at some of the things you said. Um, and uh, yeah, man, they're, they're the absolute best client. So the, the reason we wanted to start this podcast is because we just, we enjoy talking about content marketing mm -hmm. and we just want more people to do it, man. This is, this is the way, this is the way of the future for business. You know, yeah. this is how you put yourself out there and get attract clients to you. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And you, and it transcends real estate also. I think it's, it's, it's going that way for, for everyone, you know, every industry, yeah. but that, that's, that's so funny. I didn't know that about <laughs> burn calling you. I think that's hilarious that yeah. you thought he was going to give you the business for moving in on his YouTube territory, but that's, that yeah. speaks to um, the, that's funny. Cause who goes from like a scarcity mindset, which we kind of alluded yep. to that we we're going to talk about before. So this might be a good point to talk about that. Yeah. For so sure. it, you, you assumed that he was calling you out of a scarcity mindset that he didn't like the competition. That's right. But in turn, he's calling you because, he he's he sees another, you know, uh, talented person who's dedicated. Maybe even that'd mm -hmm. be more so. Talent is a, I don't want to say talent too much because you can do YouTube videos and not have much talent in front of the camera. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm a perfect example. You can do podcasts and not have a whole lot of talent. So uh, <laughs> you don't. Talent is not not a prerequisite. <laughs> it's just the action of doing it and then consistency. So Burn called you because he saw that you were consistent. You're dedicated and committed to making YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. He's doing the same thing. He needs help collaboration. So that's, that's one of the greatest things that I discovered as I've started, you know, opening up and, and, and talking to other agents that are like-minded is that 
collaboration is, is great. Even though like there's a lot of agents that have this like competition mindset mm-hmm. that, I mean, even when you co-op with some agents, sometimes they're like, they're, they're in competition with you, but it's all, it's really more collaboration is going to get you further. And it's like, I mean, it's a cliche, but it's a guys, it's a cliche for a reason that um, a rising tide was it rising tide lifts all boats or something. Like, and anyways, yeah, it sounds about right. Together, I know, I'm trying to think of it too. Yeah, working together, um, you know, you get further than trying to go at it, go it alone. So, um, so that's awesome. Sure. That's a great story. I, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Cease and desist. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. So, so get, so tell me about that. Like at some point, when did you have that, that scarcity mindset? When did it shift for you? And then, uh, and then I want to get back into like, you know, crushing it on YouTube. Yeah. And actually this, um, this is a good kind of segue, I guess, into why I started tactical real estate agents, mm-hmm. the, the network as well. So, and, and again, this is another brand new thing that we're just kind of starting up. Um, but basically it started at the, at the beginning of COVID about a year ago. And I kind of, for whatever reason, when my business started to, to drop off all of a sudden, because we were getting, um, you know, all the closures and, and, everything going on. And a lot of sellers decided to, to pull our houses off the market at the very, very beginning of the, of the pandemic. Um, I decided, you know what? Business is probably going to be slow for, for a little while. So I, I still want to stay busy. I still want to stay occupied. So my goal was, I'm just going to reach out to all the real estate agents that I happen to know um, that are you know n- not necessarily in my area, but just agents I know. And some of these agents were agents that I had previously thought about as like, I would be so envious when they got deals, even if they weren't doing as well as me, that it was that definitely that scarcity mindset of like, oh, I could have had that, which, you know, we're, we're, I'm in an area of 20,000 real estate agents. I don't know why, why I thought that, but for whatever reason, I just kind of switched it around and, and I decided to reach out to these people and, and really was a text like, Hey, I want to know what, what's going on in your life. Like, this is crazy. What's happening in the world right now. I would love to just chat and talk about like, how are you going to get out of this stronger than, than you went into it? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to be stronger in a more successful real estate agent six months from now when this is over? And you know, we could both laugh about yeah. the mindset of thinking that everything <laughs> was going to go back to normal in six months. I know. I thought two um, weeks, they said two weeks at first. Yeah. Two weeks were gonna be oh yeah. yeah. I yep. just, yeah. Every <laughs> single step I'm like, yeah, it's, it's going to be nothing. It's fine. Yeah. And, um, and really what ended up happening is I had some incredible conversations and, I, I established some really strong connections with these people. And I realized that with me just being vulnerable and, and giving up freely information of, hey, here's all the things that I'm doing that are working really, really well. Um, I found, A, that I have some things that I do that are unique to me that I didn't know were unique to me, um, especially with mindset and things. And I think this is why, why we get along so well, mm-hmm. because I, I'm really big into mindset. Um, but I And then I was able to get a lot of... Um, you know, they reciprocated and I was able to learn what was working for them. And then down the road, when, when they had something else that worked really well, I would be one of the people that they would text. Yeah. So I'm talking to all these successful real estate agents and, um, just kind of creating this network of people that I was talking to. And it was, I just felt so much power out of it that I wanted to create an actual network for real estate agents that didn't ask for anything that wasn't about recruiting. It wasn't like none of that. Yeah. It literally is nothing more than provide value help people out Mm -hmm. and bring people in that are going to collaborate as well. And I know that at some point value is going to come back. And so that's basically what the tactical real estate um, agent network is. It's, 
we have a Facebook group and it's, you know, since I know content marketing, it's about content marketing. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, work-life balance and mindset and, you know, systems for mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's about collaboration. So it's, it's, if you're interested in any of those three things in helping to grow your business, and that's what I created that for. So for what it'll be, you know, a year, five years from now, I don't know, but I'm, I'm really excited and I've made a lot of new connections with people on it and it's been awesome. Yeah. It's definitely a great, it's a great Facebook group for sure. I, I get a lot yeah. out of it. Um, and just to hear other, what other people are doing and it's really, people are very free with their, with their information and, and, and yeah. they're, they're not holding things close to the chest. Like, oh, I don't want to tell other agents what I'm doing because they'll steal my secrets. It's none of that, which is, is great because it's, because really that mentality is just kind of silly. If you think about it, I mean, you know, especially when it, you're, you have agents in there from all over the country, I think all over the all country over, and yep. some, some in Canada too, I believe. Right. Yeah. Soon? Not yet. Yeah. You will for sure. Um, if not yet, but yeah, I mean, how, you know, we could, we could do things that, you know, I could do things that you're doing over there in San Diego, over here in Atlanta, and we're never going to compete, you know, with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Is, so it's, it's awesome to, to see that how open agents are and really genuinely wanting to help. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're not like that, then, that's not a place for you, but, um, you know, I think most, you know, like attracts like, so it, it is a very kudos to that. I've a good job on that for Thanks, sure. Man. And I'll put the, a link to that in the show notes for sure. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. So I guess what, so let's get back into YouTube. Let's start right here. Yeah, what, for sure. Someone getting into YouTube might mm-hmm. be a question for last, but let's start with it. Someone getting into, they've been thinking about it for a really long time. Like what's the, what's the advice you give them? If they're, if they're, just, they're like, I don't know. They're, I'm not, you know, I'm not good on camera. And it was the usual, but like, what's the, what's the, if you could tell them, you know, the, the magic bullet, or if you could convince them, like, well, how would you convince them? Um, yeah. The, the magic bullet with YouTube is it's a lot of hard work and there aren't shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the magic bullet. Um, but the, the reality is it, it takes time. And I know a lot of people, and I was having this conversation the other day, a lot of people get nervous in front of a camera, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the nerves start to come up. Um, they have a hard time being themselves and that's natural, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you, at least for me, here's what I did for myself when I started making these videos, because someone asked me like, Dan, how, how did you just get comfortable in front of a camera? Like it just, it's, it's tough. And I can tell you, a, I'm still not hundred percent comfortable on camera, (laughs) but B I would sit there in front of the camera and tell myself, this is going to be way better than having a cold call. This is going to be way better than having a door knock. And those were the two things I always told myself I would never do. So I, in my mind, this was the only other option. Yeah. So that's what I was going to do. And, and you just you start doing it every single week and week after week and be consistent with it. And, you know, slowly increase your skills, slowly increase your, your storytelling, mm-hmm. slowly increase your, your editing, like all the aspects of it. It's, it's a little bit over time. And then when you're, you know, six months, a year later, looking back, you're like, holy crap, like my first videos suck compared to what I'm making right now. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, I have, you know, 800, a, a thousand subscribers and I have people calling me and texting me and emailing me, asking me to help them buy million dollar homes yeah. from my YouTube channel. It's, it's, it's really incredible. That's great. That's, that's brilliant. That's so simple and so great. Yeah. Like, yeah, these are the things I don't want to do. So this yep. is it right here, <laughs> which is good. And they, and oftentimes it's a, um, like fear, not fear, but the, the things that you don't want to do or the, 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 
threat of like being hurt or being in an uncomfortable yes. situation is the best motivator or saying the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, so, so not wanting to cold call like, okay, I can either, I can turn this camera off and I can pick up the phone and start cold calling people circle yep. dial in neighborhoods. Now let's keep recording, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's cool. What else? I mean, what, cause I know people have started and then they're like, ah, this is not, it's not working or I'm not any good at yep. this. Like, I know you said just stay with it and, and it's hard work and, and, and what else would you kind of give them? If, if somebody called you and they're like, Dan, I'm, I, I've done eight videos. I got nothing. They're horrible. They, I, they're just the worst videos ever. What do you say to that agent? Yeah. And I, I think this is an interesting topic. I've kind of heard you talk about this before of like everything in real estate works and doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Like it, it, <laughs> just about anything can work if you do it long enough and you figure figure out how to make it work. And YouTube is definitely one of those things. And, and one of the things I'll start off with saying is that um, with YouTube, you really need to know who your audience is. And for most people, the like easily, most easily repeatable um, system that you can develop is being the expert on moving to your area. And why is that? Because people are actively searching things on YouTube and YouTube is owned by Google. So when people search, um, what's the cost of living in San Diego? How, what are the pros and cons of living in San Diego? What's a moving to San Diego relocation guide? These are things that are searched hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of times. And you could be one of the people that gets in front of them when they get the answer. And so just knowing a, like, first off the videos that we want to make as real estate agents are boring as shit, you know, learning about, let me teach you how to buy a home. Well, guess what? Yeah. No one cares about that until they're actually ready to buy a home. Mm -hmm. But people are always actively searching about your area. Mm -hmm. So just keeping keeping that in, in your mind of like, who is your audience is step number one. Um, and then uh, knowing it's going to take freaking forever. Your first, getting your first hundred subscribers takes a long time. It could take six months. Um, and then once you get to your hundred first hundred subscribers, then all of a sudden it's like every month you're getting hundred, then you're getting 150, then you're getting 200 and it literally it, like it snowballs. It's, mm -hmm. it's a giant snowball you're making. It takes forever to get those views in the beginning. And, and once the algorithm starts to figure out who to put your videos in front of, it's going to put it in more in front of more and more and more people. And look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a secret right now. I've been on YouTube for. Um, let's see, I've been like really, really actively doing videos the right way for probably eight or nine months. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made $0 off of it. And this is this, you can see this is a reoccurring thing with, with my business. <laughs> I've made $0 off of it, but I was showing uh, $1.5 million properties last weekend to one client. I was showing $800,000 homes to another client. Um, I have, I have, uh, eight active buyer clients. Nice. through YouTube, all above the median home price and all 100% committed to working with me without me even having to nice. have them write up a contract. Yeah. Um, and uh, so even if you get five of those deals, you know what I mean? It's you're yeah. still sitting pretty. So you're still in a good spot for sure. Well, and every single week I get more leads than the last. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no joke. It's, it's incredible how many leads are starting to come in because it's, it's really started to snowball and all, you know, from saying all that again, like I'm in a very competitive market. I'm in an area that people think they can afford and they can't really afford mm -hmm. what they want. Um, so I go, I, I have to kind of funnel through a lot of people, but, um, I, you know, I'm in an accountability group. That's another suggestion. I always recommend find one max two other people that are, that are as dedicated as you to wanting to grow their YouTube channel. And the two guys I'm in an accountability group with, one of them's in Detroit, 
Michigan. And the other one is in, um, uh, in Georgia, your, your buddy over there in Georgia. All right. And, um, and they both got several deals under contract before me. So a lot of it depends on like where, where you are, like there's not as many people moving to California right now, as we all know, mm-hmm. as there is like Austin or, or Tennessee or Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of it is what area you're living in. And part of it is that, you know, you could just get lucky or unlucky as far as how quickly you get your first or couple deals. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good point that it's because there's, there's the price points pretty high in San Diego. Yeah. There's a lot of competition as, as regards to, in regards to the, the choice of, of agents that a buyer could use. So if you're in a little bit of a smaller market, it might be, I mean, I'm completely guessing here. So there's no scientific study to back this up it may be a little bit easier to kind of to get your first couple of leads through YouTube because it's just a different, a different market. Um, yeah. When you get into like bigger cities and there's a, a few people doing YouTube videos, which shouldn't deter you. And we can talk about that as well. Um, and then, and, and there's just so many choices of agents to use. It, it could just be, you know, it, it's just kind of the, the, the market you're in. There's so many variables, but I think the point here is the consistency of it. And, yeah. and, and that's why I wanted you on here because your, your growth, you're at that tipping point with your YouTube channel right now where you're about to get the windfall from it, which is, yeah. is awesome. And, and like, like I said, we've known each other for about a year and watching that progression, you know, and you've just been steady, 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 yep. steady, you know, what, what were you doing? Uh, it was like 10 hours a week for video. Did you say? Yeah. Especially in the beginning, it would take about 10. It's I'm probably down to maybe four or five hours per video now. Yeah. And if that's your thing, a lot of people, there's agents out there would say, no way you're cutting into, to uh, prospecting time. You know, you're stealing prospecting time. That's money-making time. But if you're, if YouTube is your thing and I'm all about finding your groove, working in your flow state. And if that's your thing, then that is prospecting time for you. You know exactly. what I mean? So that's, that's kind of a, a, a a mindset shift also that I think. Look, uh, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you no, off there. Go right ahead. I was just going to say there's, you know, a couple of statistic, statistics I can throw at you real quick just to kind yeah. of elaborate on what you're talking about. So yes, it's, it is a tough market here. There's 20,000 real estate agents and there's only 2,500 homes available on the market. Yeah. You can, you can just, those numbers <laughs> right there just blow my mind Lop-sided. away. <laughs> um, and I know it's hard. Every, I know it's difficult everywhere, but it's just, yeah. it's totally crazy. And then, okay, so let's let's look at this. I'm just trying to look at a recent video. Um, so I did a video on January 1st. It took me four hours to, to make this video. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say it took me five hours to make this video. I've had um, 3.3 thousand views, but get this, the watch time is 282 hours. So if you're talking about prospecting, yeah, you cannot hit these numbers with prospecting. No. 200 hours, but from my four hours of making a video that those, these are people looking at moving to San Diego. I mean, that's awesome. you can't get, and it's just knowing that like, this is a proven model, knowing that this will work if I continue to put the time in yeah. and still, even though I haven't made a dollar off of it, I know that it's going to, I know it's going to, it's going to put me to where I need to be by this time next year. I mean, there's no question. Yeah. It can't not, it's, it's going to happen. That's I'm glad you pulled those, those stats up. That's uh, that's awesome. And, and to look at it like that, like, so you spent five hours making a video and it, it compounded into 
what'd you say, 280 hours? Yeah. And, still and that's going. only over the last month. It's going to continue to rise. Yeah. And it's just over the next it's, year, it's, two years. Yeah. When you're, when you're, you're circle dialing, say, I, I always mm-hmm. go back to circle dialing because I tried that for about a month and I failed miserably at it. But yeah. you, so if you're circle dialing, you're spending, say you're spending five hours on the phone every day, but it's say you're on the phone, you're talking to one person. And as soon as you hang yeah. up the phone, most of them forget who the heck you are. They don't remember you. If you try calling them back, I'll, I'll call you next week. You call them back and they don't remember a conversation they had with you. So in essence, YouTube is, is way more effective and more efficient if you can yeah. stick with it and you can just maintain that faith that what you're doing is going to work. But that's, there's all those, can, all those limiting beliefs that creep in that oh, I'm not good enough. My videos suck. Nobody's watching yeah. my videos. Yep. Yeah. Just got to power through that. So join the Facebook group. So when you get mm-hmm. those feelings, you can say, oh, I, That's feel, right. I feel like my videos are sucking. Then you'll, you'll be lifted up by all that collaboration we were talking about. <laughs> well, well, first we'll give you honest opinion. Yep. So you, you, if you want to come into the tactical real estate agent, Facebook group, upload your videos, I'll give you my advice and other people will give you their advice and we'll be brutally honest, Yes. but we'll also help build you back up because it's, you, here's the thing with videos, your friends are going to tell you, yeah, it's good. Yep. They do. <laughs> but you want people to really give you good advice on like, what are the little tweaks that you can make to help improve? Yeah. Um, and there's, there's one other thing I want to mention too, as far as like the compound, you know, the compound effect of, of prospecting and, and how you can get in front of people. I was always told when I started real estate that the absolute best thing you could do is call three to five of your friends every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, did, were you taught that too when you started? Yeah. It's a, my, mine was like, go through your phone. And call every single one of your contacts. (laughs) Yeah. So the way to do that in 2021 is make an Instagram story every single day. Yeah. Every single day, get on Instagram and make a, I mean, you could literally spend 30 seconds a day making a story, just talking into the camera. And, you know, I don't even have a lot of people, a lot of followers on Instagram, but you know, I, on a good day, I could get 200 people watching my stories for out of the, you know, 800 followers that I have. And Again, just looking at the looking at the raw numbers, I could call, I could pick up the phone and call three or five of my friends and probably annoy them because I'm going to ask for referrals or something like that. <laughs> um, or I can make content that they're actually interested in and want to watch. Yeah. And then here's here's where the magic happens is they'll start to comment on your, the videos you make when they're interested in what you're talking about, and then you naturally have a conversation with them. Yep. You, there's no better way to stay in front of, in front of your sphere in my, in my opinion, than, than Instagram, Instagram stories that works yeah. really, really well. That's, that's brilliant. It, it's, it's just, my mind is actually, it's opened up now after having this conversation, because really, I, I mean, I know that it, I know that it works. I've seen it work. Um, I've had some success with social media, but to, to put to break it down into like the hours spent on the phone, with calling individual friends or, mm-hmm. or putting a, a personal story out there where a bunch of people can watch it. It's so much more efficient and so much makes so much more sense. Plus, if you add on to the fact that technology companies are, are getting smarter and smarter about blocking the stuff that you don't want, you know, f- yeah. phone calls that you phone numbers that aren't in your, yes. in your, uh, address book or in your contacts you don't even have to see them they don't they don't ring and nothing and then the same thing i know um apple operating system is coming out with with something to block ads and and things like that so technology is getting more and more smart about 
what you want and learning that and blocking that stuff out. And they definitely don't want a real estate agent calling in the middle of their work day, you know, or they're trying to get their kids ready for school. You know, they didn't want to talk to a real estate agent, even if they are looking for a house, you know, if you're the annoying guy, it's, it's tough. It's getting tougher and tougher to kind of land that kind of business. So definitely. And, but what, what are people doing during their work day, you know, in the cubicle or wherever they're working there, they're checking out their Instagram, (laughs) you know, their Facebook, they might be listening to a YouTube video or something like that. So it it all makes so much sense. And I can tell you, you know, the, um, the, you know, we're talking about like how I knew to stop doing the, the, the mailers in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. The reason I knew to stop doing Facebook ads. So I did that for a year. And again, I kind of had in my head of like, I can give this a full year. Cause I know that the people that you pick up, they're going to be far out. It's not like they're, you're going to close them right away more than likely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, a- around a year in, um, I was, I was at the point where I was splitting the cost of my ads with my lender. And then we also were paying, we we're getting so many leads in because it was all about the quantity of leads, right? Like yeah. I thought that's the most important thing at the time. And so we had an inside sales agency making calls and text right away, right when, right when people signed up. Yeah. And the day we were already starting to get burnout and starting to think that it wasn't a, a good idea anymore and, and that we had given it a good shot. But the day that the inside sales agency called us and their phone number showed up on my phone as spam caller. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is it. It's done. Yeah. I'm, this doesn't make any sense. And then the fear is I'm next. Yeah. If I keep calling these people, my number is going to show up as a spam number. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's just getting worse and worse. You know, it's getting harder yeah. and harder to do business that old school way. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it could still be done. People are still successful with it, but you know, it's definitely time to start thinking about the next, the next thing. And no really the next, and then, I mean, we could talk about this for forever, but you know, down the road, it's going to, YouTube's going to be completely saturated and yes, then it's going to be another thing. So just staying flexible and, and understanding, you know, keeping an open mind to like the next thing and not getting so caught up in, uh, in, and you found something and, and then not willing to kind of change from it. So mm-hmm. awesome, man. What, what else you got? Let's, let's do a little bit of a uh, little bit of, I know this show is really more about mindset and, and, you know, finding yep. your truth and all that, which you've definitely, you're in your groove, you're working in your flow state like it, it to watch you you're, you're you're like on all eight cylinders right now thanks man through so it's pretty cool to watch um and i love to see people operating in their the space that they're comfortable and want to operate in and, and bring joy because i'm sure when you when you're doing youtube videos and even when you're editing it, it probably goes time goes by probably pretty fast right for you uh the, the edit honestly the editing i hate I want to be able to outsource that eventually, but okay. I actually like making the videos. I like yeah. putting together the content. I like educating people, all that stuff. So that time goes by faster than say, you know, picking up the phone and, or going door knocking. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. It's cause you, you know, when you're working in your flow state and you're working in your, in within your passion, which YouTube is clearly your passion getting that message out. Um, yeah. It's just, you're just so much happier and everything mm-hmm. balanced that, you know, you, that's big for you work-life balance and all that stuff it's big for it should be big for everyone yep um, that's how you get it is when you when you work in that in that space um so let's let's shift a little bit but i do want to talk a little bit about kind of the technical side of it because i'm sure a lot of listeners mm-hmm. have some questions 
because we're like rah rah YouTube YouTube YouTube. So let's um briefly because I know this is a whole nother podcast episode, probably sure. many, probably you could do a whole podcast on just SEO and yeah search engine optimization. So just give us like the 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 quick summary of what your your tactics are and um and kind of how you how you approach SEO. Sure. So I guess I'll start off by saying there are a lot of quote unquote quote coaches out there for YouTube that are going to sell you an SEO package for a thousand dollars or a boot camp on how to learn SEO and keywords. And it's uh, I don't want to say complete garbage, but it's basically complete garbage. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. If you devote enough time into YouTube and start to put out content that is good, then the, the YouTube will figure out here, here's the main things they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Click through rate, which is when they someone sees your thumbnail, are they going to click to watch the video and view duration? Those are the main two things. So as far as people searching videos, it's only 20% of the people watching YouTube that are finding your videos on the search. Oh, wow. The rest is when you huh. go onto YouTube, you have a, you have a, your homepage has all these thumbnails on it, right? Yeah. When you're done watching a video, another thumbnail pops up. At every moment, they're trying to keep you on that platform and they're trying to put in front of you the videos that they think are going to be perfect for you to watch. So is it important to look up, you know, the right way to phrase something um, as far as like, if you're trying to do a video on uh, cost of living for your area, you know, sometimes it could be better to say cost of living instead of how much does it cost to live in? as your title. Mm-hmm. So a little differences like that, it could make a difference, especially as your channel is just starting up of just knowing how people search these terms. And there's, there's a really great tool out there. I recommend called tube buddy, T U B E B U D D Y. It's like five bucks a month or something like that. And it helps, it integrates into YouTube and it helps you to just plug in these keywords and it'll tell you if it's a good search or not. And it kind of give you, gives you a couple of different metrics. It's really simple, really easy. It's probably not even the most accurate thing in the world, but that's what I go off of. Mm-hmm. And it, it at least helps, helps guide me a little bit in the right direction. But the more I do these videos, the less and less I'm focused on that. To be honest, I'm more and more focused about just putting out really good content that my audience is going to like. And once you master that, your channel is going to blow up. I mean, I know plenty of agents out there that their channels are massive, more massively more successful then these quote unquote quote coaches I was talking about, yeah. and they don't even have two buddy. They don't even use keywords everywhere. They literally just, they figured out what their audience likes. They figured out how to make thumbnails that people click on. They figured out how to keep people watching their videos. You do those things. You're going to get so many views. You're going to get so many leads. You don't know what to do with. I mean, yeah, seriously, that's great. That's you're like the, uh, the, the YouTube coach disruptor. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, this is the first time I've heard someone say, don't worry about SEO. I mean, you didn't say don't worry about SEO, but you. I think what you're saying is don't don't focus on that. Don't make that your main focus. And it can at first it can be important, but mm-hmm. as you're getting going, yeah, it's it's not the most important thing. Like everyone pretends, like yeah, that's that's an old school way of thinking. You know, the algorithm is so much smarter than that. Yeah, that's a great way. That's a great way to look at it. Is it's. Uh, it's just not as important. And it makes sense that the YouTube is pretty smart, just like Facebook and all that stuff. It puts content in front of you that you want to watch. And, yep. and that's it. And if you're just doing the, the same kinds of videos, maintain staying in your lane and just cranking out content, then after a while, YouTube's going to be like, Oh, Dan, he's a, uh, he's trying to sell houses in San Diego. So boom, that's great. 
I'm not going to worry That's about right. SEO because you, what you could do, part of my problem is I, I overanalyze everything. So, yep. so getting started is like, oh, I, I need this. I need all the equipment. And then, oh, what about SEO? I got to get the right SEO and the keywords and this and the meta tags and all that. But it's really, you can analyze the heck out of everything and just never get started. The main thing is to take action. Yeah. And I hear you, you want me to give you like a cliff notes version on how to get started. Yeah. I think I could do this real quick and real simply. Cool. Um, have a newer smartphone. I did a majority, a big bulk of my videos on my iPhone, um, without a mic and yeah, the mic wall or the, the, the quality on that could have been better, but that's how I built most of my audience. I had one simple wall in my house. It wasn't even this brick wall. It was a, a plain wall that I painted blue. I got two little box lights and a, a stand for my iPhone when I was talking. Mm -hmm. And that's how I recorded my videos. And the way I figured out what content to do is I would search, you know, you could search my videos. You could search Burns videos. You could search other agents are doing this. Um, Ken Pozak, Jeremy Knight. I mean, there's so many agents out there doing it right now. And just look at where the top viewed videos are and repeat it for your area. Yeah. And if you start out with that, forget everything else. Just start out with that, record those videos, put them up put a couple tags in that are related to the topic mm -hmm. um, really, and then start to really focus on thumbnails, which is a whole separate story. Um, but if you do that and then you're consistent with it, you can develop and build a really successful YouTube channel. Nice. That's great. That's it. You don't have to overthink it. That's great advice. I think we should, we should just uh, stop it right there because we could, we could open up, <laughs> we could open up a, a rabbit hole here and just, we could chase it all day long, but so Dan, man, this has been awesome. Um, I love your story. I, I love to see the success you're you're having and the success you're about to have, the success you're about to have. It's it's uh it's definitely inspiring. Um, and I know that there's a lot of folks out there listening that are that are afraid to start YouTube for whatever reason or another. Yeah. And this is just, I mean, you, the, the, to hear you talk, it's really a couple of things I got, and you can change you can correct me if I'm wrong. Number one, it's hard work. Don't don't forget about that. It. It's hard work. That it, mm -hmm. it takes time. But the amount of people you can reach is far supersedes any day of of cold calling or door knocking. Oh yeah, and that type of oh, we yeah. use cold calling, door knocking because that's the that's the thing that most agents hate. <laughs> yes, and they're the, and the number one thing that they're told they have to do. So it's way more efficient. Does it take longer to get some business? Probably. You got to build it up. You know. Um, and, and be consistent with it. And then, you know, th that tipping point. And then it's all, it's all roses after that, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the only other thing I would add, and I know you, you guys talk about this a lot too, is, you know, have two or three things that you're, you're doing at once. So YouTube is really important for me. I'm also a huge on like sphere and referral business. So I'm just constantly in front of different people. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm, I'm also homes for heroes, real estate agent. So I, so I get some military and nurses and all sorts of things through that program as well. So I have my, you know, Neil always calls it his pillars. Yep. And I, I think of it kind of in a similar way. He does it in a little bit of a different way, but I always have three things I'm working on. So while I'm, while I was building up this YouTube channel, I still had two things that were, that were getting me enough business yeah. to continue going and to continue getting practice and continue getting referrals. Yep. Yeah. And that's just, that's just smart. You know, the more to have as many as you can handle, don't overdo yep. it. Don't take on too much. Cause then you'll don't overdo it and anything, but definitely two or three solid, you know, sources, um, as you're building YouTube, YouTube is, is, is pretty key just to have that income coming in. Cause you don't want to, yep. you don't want to starve to death while you're making YouTube videos. <laughs> That's right. But it's, it's all worth it for sure. 
Well, thanks so much. Just real quick, like how can I know we talked about your uh, the the tactical agent Facebook group. Yep. Um, where can people find you online? And how can we get a hold of you? Yeah. So uh, content agent podcast coming out soon. Probably, I guess, should be coming out by the time this releases. Mm-hmm. Um, and our our first or episode two, three, and four is basically like a starter on YouTube. So that's really good Perfect. if someone wants to get started on YouTube. Um, our Facebook group is Tactical Real Estate Agents, mm-hmm. and it's free to join. Come join, um, join the conversation. And, uh, and you can follow me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. So Dan Parker underscore San Diego. I guess at some point I should like consolidate the names on all these instead of making it super confusing. But ah. there we go. That's what you got. We'll remember Dan Parker. Yep. There you go. Anything else? Cool. All right, Dan. Well, thanks so much, man. Keep, keep killing it out there. Great to have you on. Thanks, man. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, CJ.